Hi, Tanya. Welcome to Jimmy's Fam again. You're back. Hello, I'm back. It's fun. Some fill-in fill in number two. Fill-in number two. You may be doing this more often if I can convince oh. you. Oh. Um, Jessica's gone AWOL. She's just com- disappeared off the face yes. of the planet. Really? It's a tragedy. You know, maybe I'm, I'm a bit... I'm very distraught about this. <laughs> Is she okay? I don't know. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I mean... Maybe she heard your idea for this amazing alien survival film that you had oh, last right. week, and she's and she's taken it and run. Yeah, and now the aliens have found out about it, and are pissed off. Have you been daydreaming about this idea? Have you <laughs> fantasized about <laughs> no? I just I was just laughing controlling a robot by dancing in the oceans to please the aliens. No, I was just laughing at how crin- how much I was cringing at <laughs> last week. So maybe she heard it and was like, "That's it, James. You had someone else on the show." We're no longer friends, and I'm stealing your robot idea. Yeah. Your end of the doomsday robot, five years in the making, dance film. Yeah. She left, I I told you this last bit, she left on, like, she had this amazing story about how um, she'd sort of had a a bit of a, you know, a fight with her um, fiancé ended up dating this guy who was in jail. And um, <laughs> yes, exactly. And then what? it had this crazy extra twist to that to make it even crazier. And I was like, no, no, save that to next week. Yeah, because you didn't even tell me what the story was. You were just like, she had this crazy story. Yeah. And she left us all hanging. And I was like, cool. But and then we that, moved on. I just so told I you that know. little bit there that's like, uh, I, I want to know. The, yeah, I want to know the whole story. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just to get the first half. And then I can make up the rest. <laughs> yeah, but I think basically, I don't, I don't think she just. She, She's had a bit of a go and she doesn't, she didn't like it. She didn't like this. How are you liking it? Oh, it's fun. Being dragged out. You know, I don't really know who's, I don't really, yeah. I mean, this place is eerily quiet. It's very pretty though. I guess we could have sat at the other end where the restaurants are. Nah. (laughs) We do get the people walking over the bridge above us. Yeah, so we can listen um, to jogging conversations. I should say, I should give context for future listeners. Um, we're recording this on the 22nd of April, 2016, and um, we're at Claysbrook Cove um, in East Perth, just hanging out on the water. With all the fancy rich houses. Yes, and which the are lights ridiculous. around us. We're at- Attempting to broadcast to this to Facebook just to see what's up. These these lights on this little water estuary bit are kind of Amsterdam like. Mm. It's just eerily quiet, and you can see a couple of buildings. You can see Rio Tinto, and yes. whatever. What's that yellow one? I can't see that far. It's <laughs> I'm not wearing my glasses. South Thirty Two or something like that. Yep, that one. So and BHP Tower, and I think South Thirty Two is just a different segment of BHP. So there's two BHP towers and one Rio Tinto town. Oh, and there was when I pulled into park, there was a wedding taking pictures. Oh, there was two weddings. Two. Maybe Finding one left before space. you got there, but maybe yeah. There was one when there I was got one in. in a Hummer limo and one in just a classy limo. Actually, yes, I did see the the Hummer limo. I think they just drove off in the other direction with fancy lights. Um, I think the the one in the just the classy limo were just the the um. She looked like in, in a very the bride. I think I think it was a bride because the other women didn't what look do you that mean dressed you think, up. Oh, okay. I was gonna say you don't know what she to, was. Oh, well, because she was in like a, the one that I suspect as being the bride was in like a salmon, very um, subtle dress, um, not you know, a traditional she didn't white. Make a big deal about yeah. Her, you know, she um, wanted to wear salmon. How are you, Tanya? I'm swell. I've been on holidays again this week, so... What have you been doing? <laughs> Not a lot, consuming? to be honest. Um, lots of food because I've been on holiday and lazy. No. Um, what have I been consuming in general? Well, I bought this cake for you to try, James. Because... You want us to consume live on I, I, Well, I actually originally wanted you to eat it beforehand because I was just nice and bought you some cake. But I made this cake maybe like a night or two ago. <laughs> So it's not even fresh. <laughs> but oh, right. I, I found this recipe on Facebook, of course, that was really easy and um, weird at the same time. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make this and see how it turns out. And since James doesn't have any allergies, I don't have to tell him what's in it. Allergic to raw onion. And then does I can tell onion? it doesn't have raw onion in there. Yeah. And then I can tell him what's actually in it afterwards. Do you want me to taste it and try and guess what it is? It yeah. Is. 
Okay. Well, I mean, first thing I want you to tell me if it's actually decent. Live listeners, if something goes wrong, <laughs> she's drugged me in. I should be worried. There's no, there's no special cake thing in there that That's could exactly cause what you to someone who was trying to drug someone with cake would say <laughs> to, to jump. So you're not going to jump in the estuary and go for a swim, although that would be rather amusing considering we're filming it live. Um, I, in one of my movies, that I wrote the um, the lead character sort of his big sort of opening moment that's like oh god um he takes he's a chemist and he takes some of his own drugs and jumps off this bridge here into the water this bridge here oh does he die is that how he comes to die like is that his death he wakes up and finds a naked woman beside him in bed and he doesn't know how he got home and how she turned up naked next to him does he have to then piece it together Mm -hmm. oh yeah i like it did you make it but it's not like the hangover. Because a dramatic hangover. He's basically this woman is so odd that he spends you know, he's trying to work out how who she is rather than how he actually came to be. Like he he quickly doesn't have to worry about finding how he got home. And then they fall in love and they live happily ever after. Kinda. Oh my god. <laughs> well, plot. Okay. He sets up a, uh, um, a, what was she, you know, she, he wakes her up and she screams and runs out of the house. And oh, so she doesn't remember how she got there? But they both Well, we don't know because she just screams and runs out and doesn't respond to him. And he chases <laughs> after her. He's like, well, how do I, how does she get in my house? Does she even know where the front door is? But she's gone. And he, um, she find he finds a pool of vomit like she's vomited. Charming. And, uh. So he's just like, wow, that was just some crazy drug dream, you know, from the drugs. But and then he sees her walking down the street. The next night, <laughs> he wakes up and finds the same woman there, naked, beside him. Had he been tripping again? No. He just had a normal night out. How long was this film? It's a feature film. Oh, cool. And then he, uh, so he's like, wow, this is really weird. Same thing happens. She runs out screaming. And uh, so he goes to Harvey Norman, buys a webcam and sets up his room to try and work out how this woman is getting to his house. Harvey Norman, iconic Australian store, is like included in this story. Or it could be Dick Smith, but they've gone out of business. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm eating the cake. Yeah. Special ingredient. He's still... Um, Cocoa powder. Well, it's a chocolate cake. So, I mean, no, there is no cocoa powder in there. Um, mosquito. Is it is finger. it nice? It's delicious, actually. It's good considering it's a couple of days off. <laughs> well, it's it's quite dense and like kind of moist, so it's yeah. Is it one of those good. cakes that has like no flour in it or something? Yeah, like that? there's no flour. Yeah, but you can't guess what the ingredient. Is. If I tell you what it is, you'll probably guess what it is. I mean, you'll know. You'll taste it. Sorry, that's my moment. No, can't taste it. Want to give the give a description for the people at home? That <laughs> um, well, it tastes like a chocolate cake, but it's a very mild. It's not too sweet. Because I use dark chocolate, but dark that's, chocolate. Not, that's not the um, um, secret ingredient. So I dig it because I don't normally like chocolate cake because it's too sweet. Uh, it's very flat. Well, yeah, does yeah. it have carob or something like that? No, no. I have. I've got you stumped. Can I tell you? Should I tell you? Okay. Marzipan, almond no. flour? No. Someone else said almond meal, actually. Mm. It's kind of... But, I mean, you're endorsing the cake, so people yep. oh, people mm-hmm. listening will... If you want to make this cake, the recipe is super easy, and I'm going to tell you what's in it. Dark chocolate melts, because that's just mm-hmm. needed. Uh, four eggs. So, a cup and a half of chocolate melts, four eggs... A can and a half of, wait for it, drum roll, chickpeas, mm-hmm. a half a cup of natvia, and um, a pinch. It says a pinch of baking soda. So, is chickpeas the thing you're... Chickpeas. Is what you wanted me to look for? Yeah. Okay. Can you taste it now that I've uh, told you? I, it definitely was like, there's something savoury-ish in it. Yeah. It's like... Um, and it's super easy as well, guys. So, literally, you put the... I have a Nutribullet, so this took me two seconds. Preheat the oven to 180. What's a Nutribullet? You don't know what a Nutribullet is. 
It's like one of those fancy extractor things. So you make like smoothies and soups and whatever okay. in like two seconds. It's what great. was the other thing that you said is in it after chickpeas? Uh, natvia, which is like an oh, right. artificial sweetener thing. Okay. I used actual sugar because I don't particularly like the artificial things. So I just use half a cup what of about, sugar. What's What's that? The one that's in Breaking Bad? There's a key plot moment in Breaking Bad. I don't know. I haven't watched it. Um, <laughs> salvia? Or not salvia. That's a Oh, drug. stevia. Stevia. Yeah. No, I, I don't really eat that stuff. Okay. But, but yeah, I saw Isn't that. Isn't that a natural there. sweetener? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They've still got some other chemical that they bind it with. Really? To, I think so. Um, you have you looked into it? Yeah. I was looking at the difference between stevia and natvia. Oh, okay. And before I put okay. it in my cake. Fair enough. I thought you, you know? just like... No. Rally against the no, stevia no. industry. So, so what you do with for this cake recipe? So like this is like cu- cooking with Nigella, but cooking with Teddy instead. You. That's right. I should, didn't introduce you as Teddy, did I? It's cool. Um, you've got yeah the chickpeas and so the cap, can and a half of chickpeas, four eggs, and then you blitz them however you want, and it gets quite soupy almost. Um, and then you use, um, then you melt the chocolate. And then you put the um, chocolate with the chickpea mix mm-hmm. and you blend that together. And then you put the uh, baking soda and the sugar and just blend it in. Actually, no, I blended in the sugar with the um, basically the soup hummus. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, you mix it in and put it in the baking pan, pop it in the oven on 180 for 30 minutes and then you let it stand for 15. And then, bam, there's your... Chickpea, not so sugary thing. Hello, Jasmine, for sending me a thing talking about my cake. You're just sad that you didn't get to come and try my cake. Can she hear us? That's the question. She she can because okay. she said you're talking about cake. Thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I made it a very interesting cake. She'll know this because I always make weird shit, and then people are like, "Why have you done this?" Because I'm always trying to find ways to like for things to still taste good with less sugar in them, or less butter, or whatever. So, yeah. Did you hear that, everyone? <laughs> Mainly Jasmine. My chickpea cake was a success. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and I put some I icing sugar on it. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm hard to please because I'm not a sweet tooth. Yeah, I said, "Do you want some cake?" And James was like, "Um, you know, I don't, I don't really think so." I was like, "What?" Well, you're going to eat some, so... I did. I, I've already had too much. I had my qu- cake quarter for a month because I had the family uh, birthday that night with cake. Oh, okay. Whose and birthday it, was it? My brother's. That's nice. Is your brother younger than you? Younger, yes. N- much? Three years. <laughs> I think Jasmine heard her shout out. <laughs> okay. Uh, we should get back on top. What else? Sorry. Have you been watching anything? Oh, yes. I watched Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, the on new Netflix. season. Yes. I start, well, I haven't finished it, but I started watching the new season. So you'd watch the old one? I watched the old one, yeah. Um, basically, she's just a massive cartoon character. It's hilarious. Uh, I saw her on, she was on Ellen today and she's pregnant. So basically... The actress? The actress. Ellie, Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper. And she was basically bobbing around with her um, baby belly as um, basically Kimmy in real life with a baby bump. It was great. I think I'm going to Google this when I get home. Yeah, it was funny. Ellie Kemper with a baby. I would like to see that. Yeah, she was singing and dancing around with her little bump. And I think Ellen was just so confused. Do you know Ellen's like 57? Oh, yeah. She's really old. Well, I knew she was like 50. And I think cause like, she's like Portia de Rossi is like a young, but she's not She's young. 43. We Googled that too. Really? Because <laughs> we were no, like... No, Portia de Rossi's older than that. No, sure. she's, they're like, she's 43. They're like 15 years apart. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. She's been around a while. Like, she was, what, in a, a successful sitcom back in the mid-90s. That's oh, 20 years ago now. Did you and watch it? Been, I didn't watch it. She would have been 30 in that, probably. Anyway, what have you been consuming? Let me comment on your Are you even live in the mid-90s? I don't know. I was born in 91. Thank you. So, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, you were like, just learning to read when yes, it came out. I, I wouldn't have appreciated Ellen's humour in the 90s. No. <laughs> uh, well, I watched um, the... Oh, I started watching this series called Love on Netflix by Judd Apatow. With oh, the no, lady know. from... Britta from Community. No, everyone talks about Community and Parks and Rec and I completely have missed... That one. 
Um, I'm not a fan of Parks and Rec. There is some really funny characters in it, but the actual story as a whole, I just don't care what happens to anyone. Do you know? Yeah. And um, so I, I, it's one of those shows that if they just picked out the funny characters and just some did a YouTube edit and just edited their bits out, I would much rather watch that than the whole show. Oh, yes. Because um, two-thirds of the characters are really boring and the one-third of the characters um, are uh, Wait, are is this funny. Parks and Rec or this new show? Parks and Rec. All right, Parks and Recs, yeah. And uh, Community is pretty cool. It's very, you know, the guy who writes it, he likes to put lots of meta stuff in. Oh, God. So it's good for spotting things like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't find it particularly funny. No. Well, You we- know, they do like a, a, a Pulp Fiction episode and... You know, they have themed episodes that are funny and kind of because it's oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I get it because I've seen Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Well, you know, the um, musical thing that I did at uh, the Fringe Festival, one of our 20 minute musicals that we covered was West Side Story, mm-hmm. but we made it hipsters versus bogans. So we took a lot of like the Mickey out of oh, yeah, yeah. Meta and the hipsters and stuff. So that was pretty funny. I feel like you would have enjoyed what that. What were you? I was Maria. So I was a hipster. Okay. Are you a hipster in real life? Do I look like a hipster? I don't know. <laughs> um, no. No. Not to like that extent. What's the theatre community? Do they, where do they fit? We could just, whatever. I feel like we're just, whatever we want. It's are you a theatre like kid? Is that how you identify with you? Or is your other friends nah. in theatre? Or is it just you? Uh, no. I have like friends that um, like a musical and mm. like music and performing and stuff, but not necessarily music theatre. And then I have friends that obviously are obsessed, but have been since they were young. Mm-hmm. I kind of, like I said, I kind of fell into it because I'm like, I like acting, singing and dancing separate. Oh, mm-hmm. look, you do it all together. I've been listening to some of Hamilton's music this week. Oh, right. Um, you know, the yes, musical, everyone's talking about Yeah, it. the rap yeah. musical, basically. Yeah. And there's a song on it that's basically Destiny's Child on Broadway. Mm-hmm. It's called the Skylar Sisters, and it's awesome. And I really want to do it as an ensemble number. <laughs> um, but so we're trying to convince them to let us do it. But yeah, I've heard some of the songs because I was a bit like, "Oh, rap musical? Is it going to be so over the t- like they, they've just hyped it way up?" Mm. And you know, but no, they um, it's actually there's some good songs on it. It's really good. It's like the new Play Miz or whatever. Yeah, I mean, or Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon's pretty it's good. more recent. You've yeah. seen it? I have. I saw it in London. Okay. Yeah. Is Hamilton in London yet? No. And that's that's the other thing. I'm not actually going to see Hamilton for a long, long time. I'm more excited about Anastasia Do becoming a musical. Do you want to hear the music live first? No. I mean, yeah, but then when you go, then you can sing along. You'd be like, oh my God, this song's coming. You know. Like, yeah. with Anastasia, they've taken out Bartok and Rasputin as characters. And I'm like, How? Can you do this? They are like pivotal characters, but then at the same time, they're not being typical. in Hamilton? No, sorry, in Anastasia. Okay. I was talking, I talked about Anastasia before, but like, yeah, yeah, they okay. um, have taken him out and <laughs> I'm so, I'm so sad. Now they've just got some officer who represents oppression and whatnot. Mm. And, um, anyway, I mean, at least they're not. Being like, oh, we're going to dress up some dude as a bat. Is there any good Rasputin movies? Because he's a strange character. You'd think there'd be more characters. Actually, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Mm. back in the day. Mm. Not any new ones. Um, But, yeah. Would you ever consider dating Rasputin if he came back to life? Um, Seriously? No. No. (laughs) No, you mean if he popped up on Tinder and I was like, oh, hey, Rasputin. He famously has like... No. (laughs) <laughs> a large member. Uh, oh, okay. And you go to a museum and see it. Well, it's gigantic. You, and you didn't tell... What? what do you mean you didn't go to a museum and see it? Because they cut it off because it was so big that it offended them and they preserved it in like methylated no, spirits or whatever. No, they didn't. Yeah. Where is this? It's probably in some museum in Russia. That's fantastic. I'm going to Google that when I go home. <laughs> I didn't know that. Are you lying? You made that up. No. I don't <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to, but... <laughs> yes. Like, how large is that that it's offensive? I think everyone was jealous of so we're like, well, he's dead now, we're going to cut it off him and preserve it and make a mockery of it and let it shrivel up in in some methanol. What's the the liquid they put stuff in? Methanol? I don't know. know. We should ask um, my friend Jasmine. She likes embalming stuff. She just got a shout out if you're still listening. There you go. Does she work in a funeral industry? No, but ever since I've known her, 
Um, you know, like when you, because I met, we've been friends half my life now, literally. We met each other when we were like 11, yeah. 12. And, you know, you have these books when you're 11 and 12 that go around the classroom and you get your friends to fill out little date of birth, full name, crush at the time, favorite color, all that stuff. Mm. And then it's like, you know, what do you want to do when you're older? And I remember she put down Embalma and I was like, what the fuck is that? I don't even know what that is. And I remember her telling me um, and thinking that, wow. That's that's cool. Mm. Um, yeah, so she's. I mean, her grandfather does it, so she's kind of been. In, yeah, but embalming what people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so she's. And what's she embalm? She hasn't. What do you mean? No, she hasn't done it yet. She's okay. just. She's like. She's down with it. Yeah, like she's doing a makeup right now. So, um, she, yeah. Awesome. And she's awesome at it. If you're listening, I'm not trying to kiss you. Have ass. you gone? To see her work, yeah, because she has. Oh no! What? No, she doesn't work at a funeral yet. She just like she's. She was studying some of it the other day, but she's. Oh, I um, thought she was specializing in doing the makeup. Oh no, no, she's doing like normal makeup with like special effects and stuff at the moment. So I'm. I've been. I'm going to be her model for uh, the body painting one that she has soon. So I'm super excited for that. Yeah. Yeah, basically, I have like a month to you go to the gym and get ripped. You should plan some Tinder dates after that and just go out <laughs> in body paint. Just completely naked. Yeah. Do you hear that, Jasmine? So, you have to make everything look super perky. Yeah. Thank you in advance. Um, but yeah, it's it, she's awesome, really. She has some wicked stuff. Except the both times I've come in, gone in to help her with an assessment, I've gone in for her friends and not her. But that means I get to see her work on other people, so it's okay. Um, but yeah, oh, it's wow. cool. It's, it's, it's handy. The, okay, so, so far, love Judd Apatow, okay. Right, yeah. I only watched the first two episodes, but I was like, this is a good... Is it about It's not love? that great show, but it's one of those shows, it's like comfort food, I could feel like... I when you've got drunk, nothing better to yeah, watch. And watch it. That's what you need, everyone needs those kind of shows, when you've got mm. nothing to do, and you're like, no, I'll catch up on this. That's what I do with Criminal Minds. And <laughs> I thought that's a great show, there's nothing wrong with that show. I just hadn't watched it, and was like, cool, now I'm going to watch it for, um the next two weeks <laughs> uh, I rewatched Seven you know the David Fincher movie and um, it was very well made but I, I still don't like it I've um, never seen it it's on Netflix no. I don't have Netflix excuse me it's quite easy to get sign up now at Netflix.com sponsored not really can I use your password <laughs> no I share, <laughs> I share my mom and dad's damn it you can lend my stand password I have stand although I'm about to cancel because the shows I was watching was finished oh um, uh, one thing I wanted to quickly touch on just because I feel like it'd be weird if I don't talk about it but SpaceX is a rocket company what have you heard of them wait wait SpaceX SpaceX Oh, okay. That's As in, they're called Space Exploration Technologies, but it's just, everyone just calls them SpaceX. Oh, I thought you were talking about SpaceX. I was like, why is I that a necessary topic of conversation? The guy who just? runs it is definitely going for that. Okay. He also right. runs the Tesla car company and he's named his models Model S, Model E and Model X for sex. Okay. You know, cars, you know. So, that he's aiming for that. Cool. Yeah. Why but was, he couldn't why get, he couldn't get the uh, trademark for Model E. So, he named it Model 3 and he's made the 3 look like an E. Oh, no. No, no, no. Um, anyway, here's a rocket company, right? Do you know about rockets getting into space? Do you know what happens? Uh, you mean like the physics of it? Cause no, I mean just the, the process. <laughs> Basically, they build a $100 million rocket to send like this tiny little thing into space. Yeah. And that $100 million rocket just crashes into the ocean and blows up. Right. That's why going to space, you can't just go to space tomorrow. It's not like catching a, like a 747 costs yeah, $100 yeah. million. Dollars, no, I but, know this, logistically, yeah. But they can reuse the 747 every time you use it. So that's why plane flights are only $100 and going to space is $60 million. Yes, of course. So he's trying to make a rocket that can come back and land so you can reuse it like a 747. Okay, yeah, cool. And they did it first at uh, Christmas time on land, but um, a lot of the missions into space need to go over the ocean. So he made it, this one land on a giant rocket the size of, see the AMP building under between those two things? You mean ANZ? Oh, is that AMP or ANZ? Maybe it's ANZ. Okay, yeah. Agree to disagree. It's that, that high. One. Yeah. It's a rocket that high and it landed on a little barge in the middle of the ocean. Cool. You can look at the video and go, wow, that's it. Where does this dude get his money from? He, he made PayPal. 
Really? Have you used PayPal to buy stuff online? And now he's just he got he has enough money for, to sold make it for two hundred million dollars, and then bought spent a hundred million dollars buying a car company called Tesla to make Tesla electric cars. Wow! And made, I need to make a fucking app. This guy, and he just got divorced, Rich. so you should go stalk him. And did he? Yeah. Oh, is he's not like sixty-five? He was married to Tallulah Riley, who's um, who was uh, Kitty Bennett in the Pride and Prejudice movie. Okay, the newer one. With Kira Knightley? Yeah. There's in a lot Vaguely. of other English stuff. Vaguely. Probably... Yeah, if I saw her face, I'd probably I think know she was the lead in Centrinians. I've never And her name's Tallulah. That's the most yeah. British posh name. Yeah. And he asked, that and Cressida yeah. is like. And epitome. the guy who runs it, he's called Elon Musk, and he was um, just in hanging out in London, and he met this girl in um, That's Tallulah it. in a nightclub, and he's like, hey, you want to get married tomorrow? He's like, get yeah, okay. Out. Get and she didn't out. even know that he was a billionaire when he when he asked that. Why the fuck does this never happen to me? <laughs> Why don't I go divorced. out in... Although in they got divorced before and they got back together. So who knows? They might still have a chance. Why don't I go out in Perth and then bump into... We have lots of billionaires here. Surely. Billionaires that want to marry me instantaneously and ask no questions. Mm. And <laughs> that's it. Obviously, I haven't anyway, got one drunk enough. So, they landed on a ship and it was like, it was like 4 a.m. And I woke up, set my time and I was a bit hungover from uh, like a work drinks thing before. And I sat up, turned on like three iPads and watched it land. And I was like, yes, when it How landed. How did I not hear about this? Was well, this this week? it would have been. In the, no, it was like two weeks ago. Okay. But right. I, I hadn't got I hadn't got a chance to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. You know, so it landed. I'm a space geek, so it'd be weird not to talk about it, no, even though cool. you have no idea what I'm talking about. No, but it's cool. I didn't know this was happening. I yeah. would have been into it. So it's exciting because, you know, it'd be cool to go into our space in our lifetime for the cost of a flight to England, you know? Yeah. Well, definitely. Um, anyway, so the last thing I want to talk about consuming, this is, really, this is just a story. Do tell. Something yeah. miraculous happened to you this week. Like, I almost made a new friend. Almost made a new friend. And it was, but it starts a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And I was going to work in the morning and mm. it was kind of like a windy, wild day. And I was sort of sitting in traffic and this woman walked past me on the street and she's wearing this black coat and that seems like it. And she's got long legs. Of course, this catches your eye because I'm right. Like, no. So you think she's got nothing underneath the coat? That's that's what your yeah, eyes alluding you to. Okay. Of course, that yeah. catches my attention. Right. As most heterosexual men would do, because uh-huh. long legs, black coat, looks kind of naked under the coat. You didn't wolf whistle her, did you? No, because that's not how you do it. We need to talk if that's what you did. But the um, the and the sort of the wind came along and fluttered, and you could a flash of red came out. And obviously, she's wearing a red dress underneath it. God, this woman sounds like she just had it going on on this day. She'd planned yeah. that. She'd planned but to walk past traffic I see on a windy day. a lot of attractive women walking along the street on any given day, so it's not that big a deal. Right. But the light went green. I moved forward, but everyone was moving so slowly that, you know, I got to the, the and traffic light. you missed light. the green light. Yeah. Yep. So okay. I stopped the first one line and she came up and pressed the pedestrian button. She caught up and I actually got to see her face. I'm like, that face actually looks really familiar. Right. And I just couldn't know, didn't know what it was at all. Uh, I just, and I thought about it until probably until well into the afternoon. I was thinking, trying to think, rack my brain, like, why does this person look familiar? Yeah, you weren't thinking about her red dress or anything, yeah. but her face, yeah. And then I got distracted with other things. Probably okay. saw another pretty girl. I right. forgot about it. And, um, but that night when I got home... I yeah. found an email okay. in my inbox. And right. Did they say they'd seen you at the lights? Because that's weird. Well, it was someone who uh, had said that they had um, planned on auditioning for this Jimrish Fem thing. Um, well, too late, Babs. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> but they didn't, <laughs> they, they didn't get around to it. But they were still interested if there's anything going. Yeah. Um, like your ambition. And I'm like, okay. And I, so I clicked and I looked up her name on the Star Now audition thing. Yeah. And boom, who is his face? It's the woman in the red dress. It looks just like the woman in the Weird. red dress. And I check her email and she sent it from a work email. And it was from a place that was right next to where this traffic light was. Like a business right f- within 50 meters of this traffic light. 
I'm like, oh my okay. god, I think that's her. Yeah. Okay. Um. Did you mention to her that you possibly might have seen her no, red dress? I didn't, but I was like, <laughs> I got to explore this further. So I was like, yes, come in for audition, even though there's nothing going. Um, <laughs> that just sounds like a seedy pickup line. Just so you know, but continue. Well, I didn't say that. I just said, no, okay. hey, if you're interested, mate, you know, if something comes up, you know, so I don't know, I know you're not a psycho um, or a flake. And if <laughs> you turn up, would question I'll, you. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Did she turn up? Also at that time, I wasn't sure if I was able to get you to fill in for me last week. So I'm like, I need options. Wait, so this was the other week? This was last week. Before you asked me to. Okay. Yeah. You just to put it out there, you asked me like an hour before last week. Yes, because she, that's <laughs> the problem. I think what Jessica was struggling with is giving me enough notice to right. to find someone else. Right, but okay, I anyway. knew that the fact that she hadn't confirmed that she was coming, that I needed options. Right, you know, and I couldn't guarantee that you were going to turn up. Yes, because it was very last minute. You could, you could, you did have better things to do. I was I very did. lucky that you afterwards. <laughs> so then the red dress comes yep. in. So she come, She turns up to the audition. And um, she's very. Uh, the reason, or the other reason is, on her star now, like when you when you send it in, she'd actually put in that she has a blog, and I read a blog, and she's she says a lot of stuff on her blog. So I'm like, oh, she obviously feel com- comfortable talking, yeah, on the internet because mm. she already does it. She just writes instead of talks. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll take her seriously. It wasn't just because she's pretty or anything. And um, <laughs> you're such a dude. Okay, yep. Continue. No, I'm not. I'm not. Come on. This, no, okay, keep going. If a coincidence like this happened. No, it's interesting. I'd follow it up too, out of pure interest. Yeah. Okay, so Red Dress comes in. She has a blog. She, let me guess. She's not super chatty? No, not super chatty. Okay. And, uh, you know, you know, she only speaks when spoken to kind of thing. And. <laughs> I'm not commenting on that yet. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Um, she's probably listening to it, so I, I don't want to throw on the bus but we finished the interview and she's like oh my god I was so nervous and I'm like oh fair okay. enough yeah alright and I'm like like sure um but you were able to do the fill in for Jessica last week so I didn't need to call her in so I sort of I was like I let her know oh it was nice to meet you I'll let you know if there's anything yeah but then she let well, well you did you did tell her that hmm. there wasn't anything really just coming yeah. anyway so that's fair the uh, then I uh, uh, then she sent me an email this week saying I've got heaps of ideas for a show. Great, you know? Um, you know I'm like oh okay she's keen. I was like okay I'll humour her more. She's like can we meet again and give me a chance to pitch this out to you? And I'm like sure let's meet up. And we met up because uh, like she, the re- we work right, right right next to each other so it was like literally just we just met yeah on the way home easy. from work and um. And all of a sudden, she's not under the pressure of the audition. She's just a bubble of life. And yeah. she's turns out to be really cool. And I was like, oh, my God. I feel like we're friends now. Anyway, that's my story. So, uh, wait. You said you almost met a new friend. Are you not friends now? Well, I don't, you know. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm jinxing it now by saying we're friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't, can't be friends after no, just one being meeting. No, like, because oh, you were just saying you're like, I almost We like all these cool things to- you were Similar just like, things. I almost met a new friend. Yeah. So I thought the end of the story was going to be like, but that's why we're not friends. No, it's just, I, <laughs> you, I, we don't know each other well enough, you know. Okay. Yeah. So you could possibly, and just get this right, that this is this person that you saw at the lights though. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. That's and she, cool. Yes. She was like, yes, I do have a black jacket. And at the second meetup, she wore it to, show, to prove it. She wore right. it. Anyway, I that thought that was really cool. That is, I've never that really, cool. you know. I've jinxed really it now. To you? It, it, I'll never see her again. But well, yeah. How often do you make? I mean, I does have, that happen where you see someone on the street and you're like, oh, that? And then they email you. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. I mean, I've had a couple of things without any different. I didn't have to. Normally, I have to stalk people to get that kind of thing. I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> she stalked me, like, in fact. Detective hat on. Well, I mean, I've had stuff like that. Do you like getting stalked? Um, it depends in what capacity. I mean. Yeah, no. Do you get chuffed? Because like, like, the other day I was like, yeah, I looked you up on Twitter. Yeah. Go, I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's And then I, and then I automatically think, what, or do you the, go, what the fuck oh, have I got God, on there? Yeah. yeah. Then I think about what I've got on there and what you've seen. 
Um, but yeah, for the most part, it depends on what kind of like capacity it's done mm. in. But for the, yeah, I'm not that creeped out about it. But I've met like, there's people that I've kind of met that have known somebody that I know mm. in like England or yep. in like freaking Ireland, like just random places. So the world, mm. like the world is just so small. It's crazy. I had like my best friend's sister saw me in a pub mm. in Scotland in a random little country town in Ullapool and didn't say hi to me because she wasn't sure if it was me and I was with a bunch of rowdy people and then afterwards I get a message being like yeah um so my sister saw you um at this thing so it's pretty crazy I was like what the fuck (laughs) this little random town so I have stuff like that happen to me I kind of yeah I've had a few things where you're just like that does not happen to people and then it happens to me which I is have, amusing. I mean, Jim is fan. This thing here, like, there's like a hundred hours of me talking on the radio that's on loop, and people listen in, and they probably know me better. My friend, they're my friends, you know, because none of my friends listen to my podcast. You know, that's very unsupportive of them. Um, Do you not tell them that you have a podcast? Uh, they just so don't. They just don't know what a podcast them? is. Oh, okay. Basically, <laughs> so you can talk. Or about they only them. have, you know a limited time to listen to them and they'd rather listen to like a natural professional who does. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's one thing I can be assuming. I was talking about on Horace and Pete, a show that's awesome. You should go out and buy it, lewisck.net. And um, Louis C.K., he went on Mark Maron's podcast and sort of basically did like a, a, a two-hour making of commentary track of how he made the show and it was really interesting. So I'll put cool. that show notes. Check it out. That's cool. Have you heard about Horace and Pete? Have you heard of Louis C.K., the comedian? Yes. Yeah. But he basically built his own studio and created this, like, play that he um, recorded and put out on the internet with his own money and spent a million dollars hiring, like, all these amazing actors and um, and did it in secret. And then it's just like, boom, it's out there now. And um, Oh, like a Beyonce. He just dropped it with no one knowing. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And um, because... He he didn't take any money from any studios or didn't have to or sponsors. He didn't have to put ads in it. He could just do whatever he wanted, and you know. So it was a really interesting thing. As an actor, I would definitely recommend watching it. Although there's no musical theater, really. Well, I mean, I still like other that. No one has to break out in song for me to be interested in something, you know. But um, but it does cost thirty one dollars. Have you watched Crazy uh, Girlfriend yet? I think you have. It's probably even more Australian. Yeah, have you watched Crazy Ex-Girlfriend yet? No. I would like to see it because... <laughs> Go watch it. It's fucking hilarious. The um, One of the writers, Eileen McKenna? Uh, Eileen, yeah. Brosh something. Yeah, McKenna, yeah. With uh, Rachel... What's her face? Eileen Brosh McKenna or something. Uh, what's, what's her name? She's a writer of... Rachel... 27 Dresses. Uh, oh, whatever. Anyway, yeah. She, her name's, her name's anyway, Rachel. she's on this uh, screenwriting podcast I listen to quite a bit. And she, oh, cool. So I would like to see it after hearing so much about it on Oh, it's hilarious. I mean, but then I, I'm disturbed by how many people say that I remind them of her. So... All right. Is that your, your fantasy job, basically, that show? Kind of. Just because it's so random, the humor. Mm. And then she'll just bust out in all these satirical sort of like parody songs. And there's... So stupid, some of them. Um, like, there's one about heavy boobs that was on the other day, and it just spoke to my soul. It was fucking hilarious. And then there's a character, obviously, Love Triangle, and, you know. So they had the season finale, and uh, Leah Salonga was on there. Um, I don't know if you know who she is. She's basically one of my favourite music theatre people. She's um was the original Chicken Miss Saigon, like, All right. when they first did so it we, years when ago. When you watched, I assume you watched Glee, Yes, because I watched. Did you already know all the actors from that? Oh, he, she, that person's from this Broadway show. Uh no, oh. no, oh, um, yeah. I didn't. Except, I think Jane Lynch. Like I knew who she was, mm. and then obviously the people that came in as guest stars, I knew. Yeah. So like Gwyneth Paltrow and they well, had, uh, yeah, Kristen but, Chenoweth and yeah, all but that. Kristen Chenoweth is more famous for musical theatre, right? Rather yeah, than yeah, exactly. Gwyneth so. Paltrow is known for blogging about food and. Yeah, but she can sing, ish. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, but when Kristen Chenoweth was on there, it was great. The and then first Jonathan season Groff of Glee is there. amazing work of art, and it got a bit weird after that. But the first season, uh, if you just watch that by itself, it's really awesome. I I might go back and watch them all, but then I'll just be sad because Corey Monteith. I think it'll just depress me. Oh right, he's your favorite. 
Well, he wasn't my favorite. Like, no, he wa- his character was an important part mm. of Glee in general. So, you know, he was integral to it and just genuine. So it was quite, um, that, that's why it was so sad, I think, as well. Not so much because of, like, me liking him personally, just because of his character as well in the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it was very sad. I bawled my eyes out. It, when I, it happened when I was in London, I was still watching, like, the show. Mm. And um, I told my housemate, who wasn't into Glee, really. Like, she knows off it because I would talk about it. But um, when they had the tribute episode for him, I kind of... I like plugged it in and literally from beginning to end, I was like bawling my eyes out and she just comes in, opens the door, leaves me some tissues and then shuts the door. (laughs) I'm like, that was so sweet. Thank you. And just bawled my eyes out for the rest of the episode and come out. And she's like, are you, are you good now? I'm like, no. Why did they make it so fucking sad? It's just awful because, yeah, they were mourning him in the show. They didn't write him out in some cheesy way. Like he moved to... Minnesota and we'll never speak to him again. Sorry, they actually so killed him off. The they and Just that's like, the other thing too. They it, don't really they say. They turn up and say, "Oh my god, he died in a car crash or something." No, they don't. And that's the other respectful thing too is they don't specifically say. You kind of assume that maybe it's from because he went to join the army, but then he didn't. But you don't know, so you kind of assume that maybe he did it, mm. and no one knew about it. Or something, but they don't actually specifically try and give some stupid ass oh, reason, wow. which so is really I nice. Stop watching by then. So I yeah, didn't. which is really nice. But then all the grief in the show is real, so mm. that's why it was so like stab you in the heart. Awful. Liam Michelle singing "Make You Feel My Love" and crying. I was like, "How did you guys film that?" That was my, you know, I'm not talking about a lot of it was one take because. <laughs> I really had a really. bit of a crush on. Is it Santana? Oh yeah, she's I have a banging. thing for. Bad, bad brunettes no. who oh, come God. good. Yeah, well, when they moved to New York and stuff, she had her moments. But she, her voice was amazing. Well, it goes to New York, doesn't it? It's amazing. Yeah, they moved to New York because she moves to New York and she gets Does her dream Santana? role. No, um, Rachel and um, what's his other, the other one? Uh, uh, Rachel and... The blonde one who's in oh, movies. No. no, no, the one that's the baby. Kurt. 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 Yes. Is Kurt so. Corey Monteith? No, no Kurt, oh, okay, that's right. Kurt Kurt with a bit of a... The quiff. Yes. And then I think Blaine goes too because they get into Niada. And yeah, anyway, that's some complete so S- chat. Santana sticks with him. Santana goes because she just thinks she can get famous without being studying or whatever. So she just goes to like strut her stuff. Mm. And she, ra- of course, she randomly becomes... So Rachel gets Fanny Bryce as Funny Girl. You know, her dream role coming out of Fanny Price Fanny Bryce from oh, Funny okay. Girl so Barbara Streisand like her dream role Fanny and she Price gets is it. a Jane Austen character oh well anyway, anyway she sorry. joins she goes to audition anyway even though she hasn't finished with Niata and she gets the role and she leaves and then Santana becomes her understudy because that's just what happens in Glee World you jump out of so when you, you know, saw like, what? tell me what when you saw the first episode of Glee mm. do you remember what Reaction, we like, oh my god, this yeah. is a show for me. Yeah, basically, that was, hmm. yeah, and that's not like theater. No, that was just like, oh my god, they sing, this is great. Yeah, <laughs> I found my, I used to do like amateur theater stuff, and yeah. I found my sheet music for the Rolling in the Deep, Adele Glee arrangement. Okay, the other day, and I was so excited. I was like, oh bless, this is from like 2010. <laughs> what do you sing in the shower these days? <laughs> Um, whatever is, I quite often will just play things off my iPad. So whatever comes up on there and I'll just see. Is that, do you sing outside of the shower? This oh is a God. bandicoot. Oh, that's a quenda. It's so small. It reminds me of my puppy. How do you know it was a quenda? You see that sign that we walked past? No, I just used to live near a river. Oh, okay. Back in the day. And, um... We had loads of quenders. I don't think the camera will pick this up. No, it won't. Oh, it's gone into the bush anyway. Can you, you see it? No, you can't see you it. There's it. a quenda. You missed it. Um, you scared the shit out of me. I saw the sign up silently, there saying there's quenders around, but I didn't Oh, really? It. You just silently pointed over there, and I thought there was some man creeping up behind me with like, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> it was just a quenda. That's what the lady in the jacket oh. did. She was like, she started <laughs> brushing me, and I was like, what, what are you doing? I thought, because it was the first... Second time I met her, oh, God, I'm about to be stabbed. But it was, I apparently had a bee on me. 
Oh, okay. Well, she saved you. Yep. You're not allergic, yeah, are you? My new, so it's okay. Um, potential friend. <laughs> if you're listening, you're now friends. <laughs> She's Lady like, oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> I just oh. wanted to do something creative and now I have to be this guy's friend. Yep. <laughs> this is my topic of the week. Have you ever used sex as a bargaining tool? Oh. Um, I mean, well, I guess we weren't recording that thing you were talking about earlier. <laughs> that wasn't a bargaining, bargaining tool. Um, have I used sex as a bargaining tool? More than likely without knowing it, which is awful. Like, without, I haven't gone mm. out of my way to be like... I'm going to do this and then get mm. this out of it. So, it's never been something you wanted other than sex yourself? No. Obviously, you use sex as a bargaining tool to get more sex. Yeah. That's basically it. But I've probably used it for other things. Been but like, yeah, it's oh, more. it's a stormy night. I'd like to have someone around here just in case a lightning strikes. I'll text a few guys. <laughs> or girls. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I mean, I That's like, a bad example. I like um, thunderstorms, so I'd be okay. But yeah. um, I'd more, I'd be messaging for someone to just come and spoon me. That yeah. would. Um, but no, yeah, I've probably done it subconsciously. Mm. But I know I haven't gone out of my way to be like, if I do this, then I will get this as reward <laughs> for mm. selling myself. Um, you know, have have you, James? I've never done it. I've definitely had people do it to me. <laughs> um, I've done some weird things for people. During sex? No. Okay. <laughs> we, we've So, the sex was standard, but... The by weird, them alluding the s- to the fact that it might lead to relations of the sexual kind. Right. Is this like, has somebody emailed it to you or what's the... Oh, we have someone else listening. That's so embarrassing. Hi, Courtney. <laughs> um, we'll work on a song, babes. Message me. <laughs> okay, so can you tell me any of these weird requests? Because uh, now I'm intrigued. I, I remember I had a, a dancer friend who... Um, yeah, we're all weird. Let's be real. She would come over very provocatively and be like, Look, I've got this thing on this USB stick. Can you help me transfer it to you? I bet you do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> what? No, I don't. <laughs> I was trying to make it into a euphemism. I didn't think it was. But And I can never tell if this is just the way she was or was she dressed up just for me, just hoping that I would help her with her USB stick. How many times did she need your help with the USB oh, stick? This happened a lot, but it was always something different. Yeah. And did you ever get sex in return? I mean, I guess so. What do you mean you guess so? Well, I never, I never knew if it was actually real, or it was just. Oh, I guess I better break him off a piece. Okay, right. So you think? Well, I mean, then you got your payment if you're gonna. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not into <laughs> pay for you that kind of thing. I like to pay people to talk to me, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just drop her off the money on the yeah. way on the way out. Just be like, okay, babe, I'll fix your USB stick anytime. Have you ever wanted to hire a prostitute just to see what happens? No. Have you hired one? No. No, I can't say that I have. I've not met one. Black Jacket Lady was saying that... Um, I was calling her red, but yeah. And uh, was saying that she almost... She came very close to signing up to one of those websites where... You just put yourself up there and like rich men can take you out for dinner and just talk to you. And oh, stuff like actually, that. there was an article that I remember reading that kind of stuck with me in London. Um, so every night when you go home on the tube, you've got the evening standard that yep. comes out because in the morning you've got the metro. Mm-hmm. So it's like good reading while you're sitting on the train. Most of the time, the standard's a bit more boring than the metro. Um, but yeah, there's, there's this one article in there about high class hookers. Yeah. And I can't, and I thought to myself, maybe. These bitches get paid like, sorry, not bitches, that's mm. a bit mean, but they get paid like, some of them like 10,000 pounds for a night thing. And mm. a lot of them, they use them, to, I mean, they probably get sex at the end of it, let's be real, yeah. but they take them to dinner parties yeah. and make sure that they're educated females that can carry conversation so that they don't know that they're mm. a prostitute. So they have to look well presented and they're not drugged up and like, 
yeah, and that's how these women make their money. And I thought this was such an interesting article because, yeah, it kind of just came up out of nowhere. And I was like, these people exist and they get paid Hmm. so much money. (laughs) I have thought about, you know, it's a bit of a cliche. I'm sure many people have tried this and failed or succeeded where, like, I'm like, they're like, okay, let's hire a prostitute. If maybe they're a journalist to say hire a prostitute, and just hey, can I interview instead of knocking one in you? And um, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and uh, I was trying to be um, funny, but bombed. Um, and uh, and I thought I could do that for Jimmy's family, just hire a prostitute and have them come over and say, hey, welcome. You're do part you of my have, show. Do you have enough money to hire a prostitute, James? And as an interview, <laughs> as you interview them, I mean, I can save up. Yeah, it's it's super interesting. Hmm. Did I tell you there's this thing just on the London newspapers? Yeah, and also because I've been missing it a lot because when I'm on holiday, I have too much time to think about it. But the um, the metro in the morning, they have this section, and I've actually forgotten what the section's called and I'm actually really upset that I can't remember what it's called mm. because I'm feel, I feel like I'm losing... You know when you feel like you're losing parts memories, of memories? Yeah. yeah, I'm actually like really distraught about this. Anyway, there's a section in the Metro where um, people can write in about people that they've seen on the tube. Yeah. So... Um, like a misconnection thing? Kind of. That's not what it's called, but it's basically... Or so. I saw a weirdo. I yeah, a weirdo so you kind of... Sometimes it's people that see them regularly. So mm. like, oh, okay. you know, girl I see with that usually wears this coat and gets on this train at this time. Um, Or sometimes it's completely random. Like, guy I spoke to for two seconds on the tube, on this tube line, on this day, I smiled at you and then you got off, please meet up. And Mm. then they, like, try and respond and they make up little cute names for themselves as well. Um, You know, like, yellow gum boots and all this kind of stuff. It's really cute. And I read them every day thinking, oh... You know, he'd be like, none of these are me, but <laughs> maybe one day someone will be inclined to write in about me. And Oh, you check it to see if you've been written about. Well, no, you read it because it's cute. But mm. then there's a couple of things that these people aren't super descriptive. Yeah. So you're kind of like, There's a big like, controversy about that recently in the, in the local news about some guy photographed a girl in Woolworths. Yeah, and that was what I thought I was... This is how this conversation up yeah. came up, actually, with my mum, because we were joking about that. And I was like, hey, there's a thing in London that I'm sure if they got their picture, they probably would yeah. put it in the fucking newspaper and call, like, a nationwide search. And my mum was like, well, what if they that person's married? And I was like, well, then, big deal. Then, sorry. Hmm. So sorry that I hit on you and I thought you're super beautiful. I mean, it's a big... It is a little creepy, but at the same time, it's the same sort of thing. You're calling out to... You know, it's the same thing as writing into newspaper saying girl what? with blue eyes and fringe yeah. that I saw in Woolworths hmm. on this day. <laughs> like, what an amateur that guy was. What you do <laughs> is get a, a job at Woolworths, right? Fuck get a job at the checkout when he's th- when she's there and then she pays on credit card. Then you just take a pick of the name, you use that. That's way too much effort. <laughs> That's rather way than putting it out on Facebook effort. and getting. Oh my god! That could take objectifying you a woman. She could have just been passing through that Woolworths on one day, probably not even her regular Woolworths, mm. and she was like, "Look, I need some eggs," and just popped in there and grabbed them. Mm. She may never see this that Woolworths ever again. Yeah, I made this movie that it, it was for um, the local council wanted me to do it, and they wanted to be family friendly, but I wanted to do this like um, sort of thing about. The meat cute in the post rape culture society. Or, I've had a meat cute in so long. Um, <laughs> yes. And, and I'm just saying, can you have real meat cutes now in sort of this PC society? Because basically, a meat cute is just an objectifying thing. Like, it's like, oh, I saw this girl, she's hot and she smiled at me. Oh my God. No, I don't think it's objectifying. Because it's... I mean, you don't even know the person, but you're going to ask them out? No, but you don't have to... You don't dive in and be like, can I take you... Like, you don't mm. jump... You talk to them first, and then, you know, you might yeah, be... Yeah, how do you talk to them? Well, you might be... Well, it depends on where you are. Without that's why admitting it's, that you're that's why objectifying it's them. Yeah, but you objectify everyone. How do you, me- how do you meet exactly. people then without exactly. a bit well, of a... Exactly. You know, you can't meet people any other way. Mm. You, like, without being... And you can't not look at them. 
and, mm. and decide whether you find them attractive or not, that's a bit, that's, that's just taking it too far. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> especially with stuff like Tinder around, it's kind of, mm. that's all you're doing. But yeah, if you're in a, in a cafe, in a bookstore, in a, you know, ice cream store, I don't fucking know, in a bar, yeah. you know, just go up and try and make conversation. Mm. I mean, don't just go up and be like, hey, and then just silence. Hi. There's nothing more awkward than that. Go in with some sort of like, so um, I tried this drink last. Like something, something yeah. to get their attention. And then you might find you have a commonality or whatever. And then bam, there's your meet cute. Doesn't have to be like rom-com level where, you know, they keep bumping. Like all those fucking rom-coms where they bump into each other in New York. It's ginormous. Mm. And you're like, oh, I just happen to see you. What the fuck? You like... You probably live on the other side of New York and you just keep miraculously... Do you like playing games? No. No. That's the other thing too. I'm pretty... This makes me sound like I'm so not into that either. That's why it annoys me when other people do because I'm so just like, so, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, bye. And people are quite... And that's why, you know, you're very good for this role because you're like, you're like, can you do it? Yes. And you're very matter of fact... Yeah, I mean, and if I couldn't, I'd say no. But that's that's why it's so frustrating when people do. I mean, I do understand that little bit of the chase, but to me, that is more about like you're attracted, you get excited to see them, and you know that kind of chase, not so much mm. the let me play this game where I fuck with you for a little bit, so then that way you come crawling to me, and then I never know where I fucking stand with you, and you send me mixed signals. I don't understand how that's <laughs> you know enjoyable. Yeah. So I mean. Th- that's, I'm not really, I don't really, because I like analyzing people as well. So it's quite, I don't really like to sit there and like play a game. But um, yeah, Jasmine sent me one of the funny, I've screenshot it just because it made me laugh so hard. I think I mentioned um, one of the Tinder men, mm-hmm. uh, maybe, maybe in my audition, I feel. You talked about a guy who Clark moved Kent. back to Melbourne after your date. No, Clark Kent is another one that I slept with. And we were just hooking up on for a beer. Tinder date. Did, well, not on a Tinder date, like after, oh, okay. but like, and we were dating. But it kind of got. How to many Tinder dates does it take to get to sleeping action? It depends, James. It's not like. But never, you never like. Well, nah, no, I I'm don't bored. use it. I don't use it to be like, you let's meet up, ups. and no, it de- like. I mean, if if I got there and they were like, and I could keep my hands off them, well, then that's a different story. But I don't specifically go out for that. But the, um, yeah, so this dude... But did you sleep with him because you liked him or just because you were looking... No, just, I, I quite... Just something he was a bit. He was a bit, like, full on in the beginning and then I gave him a chance and whatever. And then, no, I liked him, mm. but not so much. I was just really kind of just going with it and seeing whatever. But we had good chemistry. So I was like, cool, I'll hook up with you for a bit. And it kind of was at the point where, like, we were going to either date mm. or stop sleeping together. Yeah. I, I felt, and I was kind of leaning more towards maybe not, right? Anyway, I left my shirt there the last time I went there, mm. and we had a really nice night in. I think it was like Valentine's Day, actually, and we got oh, like wow. current. Yeah, it was nice. Like it was nice. And then um, he just he messaged me back once, I think after that, and then I was a bit like kind of just wanted to see him one more time to get my shirt. That back. would have been quite close to your audition. Yeah, I, so I you had more than one guy on because you had the Melbourne guy. More Melbourne guy. That you met at a, a theatre show and you snogged and then Oh, you moved yeah, yeah. But that was just like I knew he was going back to Melbourne. He was just here for Fringe. Right. <laughs> but you're, uh, you still had unresolved issues with this guy that you actually had a physical relationship with. Oh, well, I don't think it's unresolved. But I, was, I just said to... So, I was messaging Jasmine about it. And normally, normal me would be like, oh, my God, this guy's a dick. He hasn't replied. But uh, it was literally... I just want my fucking shirt back. Hmm. I'm annoyed he's got my shirt because it's a guy's shirt, so he can wear it. Oh, right. But I said, you think he wear it to bed. Is wearing it. I don't know. I just hmm. used to wear it to bed. But I was like, you could have at least given me my shirt back. And I got a message from her saying, should we break into his house and get your shirt back? And that was my single white female, like, hilarity. I just... It made my day. Is she single? Can you get her to flirt with him and go into his house? And then he thinks he's about to get laid. He's like, and he's like, oh, what's this shirt? And then she just 
takes it and she, runs and he's like left there going, what the hell not, just happened? She's, she's not single, but Jasmine, uh, if you're listening, are you up to the challenge? Because that would fucking be hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, she's she's not single. So I'd, I'd feel bad asking her to chase this dude and then be like, can I... <laughs> Oh, that's a great idea, though. Rather yeah. than actually breaking into his house as a criminal offence, hey, she could Jasmine, just go in. I have wireless microphones. We can actually wire you up. And we can be... Me and <laughs> Teddy will be in the car podcasting, listening live to the date. And we can give commentary over it. Oh, be that amazing. would be amazing. Can we set them up on a date? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. We need... I just want <laughs> to go undercover. Of all time. They just need need to go undercover. We should we should do a wireless podcast we'll need of a him, Tinder date. She'll need to seduce him a bit to get him to sign a release form. So I that think she could <laughs> release form <laughs> so that we can use the audio of him. In let's our be podcast. let's be real, James. How many people listen to this? It's fine. <laughs> he doesn't need he doesn't need a release well, form. I don't know. I have had I've had had issues in the past. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, we should podcast the Tinder. So, date. do you have? regularly have multiple guys that you're kissing at the same time now now uh sometimes i tried that once and it was the worst thing that ever happened to me (laughs) you tried kissing multiple guys at once (laughs) (laughs) multiple people (laughs) why was it so like as in you know because it was just it was just early dates and they were happening at the same time what and you hadn't committed to one of them but it just, it was just, ugh, it was gross. I did not like it. Yeah, it depends on if you, if you're both, ugh, it's really situation and to situation. And then they find out about each other and they get weird about okay, it. Okay, well then you must have, if they get weird about it, then you must have been like proper dating both of these women. No, I wasn't. No. Well then, yeah. So that's, that's the thing. It depends on what level you're at with each of these people. I was shaving it fine though. Well, yeah. Yeah. Is that shaving it fine, these two guys? No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm gonna go look up what the date of your audition was. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was right near. I remember auditioning one girl right on Valentine's Day. Maybe that wasn't me. No, uh-huh. but I would have done a bunch of them together, so it would have been pretty close. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what my so it, was. it didn't. What you had Valentine's together, and that it just didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a proper come over for Valentine's because mm. you could be my Valentine. It was kind of like, we're free Sunday night. Let's oh, hang yeah. out. Mm. But then I was kind of, because we'd been seeing each other a bit, I was kind of like, you know, but if you want to use it as a Valentine's Day thing, you can. And we'll just see where it goes. Yeah. Um, but it was more like we ordered in and watched some mov- a movie. And but did it you was buy cute flowers or no. wine or chocolate? No. 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 Do people... Do that well, there was flowers in his. See, there was fla- his roommate was living away mm. for like six months, right? And he was coming back, and the door was open, and there was this massive thing of flowers in there that I saw the next day, and I was like, "Who the fuck are they for?" Because mm. it's a. And he's like, "Oh, the guy's girlfriend bought these flowers for him when he came home," mm. and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> sure." Yeah. It was a bit weird. So, yeah, and then. <laughs> And we went to the beach and stuff in the morning. He made me breakfast. Do you reminisce? Do you reminisce on this fondly? It was like I said, it was nice. Okay, but yeah. it didn't end in tears. No, I'm just pissed off about. I bought my shirt back. No, okay, <laughs> just give me my shirt back. Operation. We cool. We cool. I'm not. I'm not mad. It's fine. Mm. But I just want my shirt back. <laughs> um. So there's no hard feelings. If you happens to be listening, which I highly doubt. Just just post me back my uh, shirt and then we call. I feel like this whole, I, I don't want to exploit you too much, mm. but we could do a, just a whole segment of Tinder stories of the week. <laughs> I don't go on them that much, all right? No. I've been offered a bit lately, okay? I might delete it soon. All right. But the current friend? Yeah. Did that start from there? Yes. I just couldn't do it. That'd be so weird. It's, I, it's only weird, weird enough. Be, it's only I weird. I stressed out if you just like meeting you, and it's like a professional <laughs> thing. Well, you you're know? wearing a Hawaiian shirt, man. <laughs> yes, jacket. <laughs> I think I was wearing a proper jacket then. No, it's um. Not my it's only weird. My like my my life jacket. slogan, which I've probably said already about five times. It's only awkward if you make it awkward. Yeah, and so, you are very good at 
breaking the ice. De de awkwardizing. You have a very good talent in that area. You know, so making things not awkward. I think it's just because I'm so fucking goofy that you can't get any mm. goofier generally. So you can, you know. I was like, after date, I was like, did I just meet a friend? <laughs> Bring it back to me. <laughs> and then you, the podcast the next day. So I met this girl, yeah. and I think I have a friend. Yeah. Oh, I she almost like, had a new like friend. She walked me to the train station afterwards. <laughs> I was like, and then and then I think we're friends. I yeah. think we're best friends. I haven't spoken to her since, but I think we're besties. As older, you just don't make friends. No, that's true. It is hard when it's you're probably easier with girls, but it's even harder with guys. Like, there's this one guy that I wanted to come on the podcast, and he's just like. You know, whenever where we meet up, meet up because we work in the similar areas. So I see him at that network things. He always comes. I was like, yeah, we talk, but I'm just like, you know, it never goes beyond that. Well, do you want it to get to the bedroom? <laughs> I got some, no, I just wanna, you took your like. I need it. Never gets you know, to my beyond. Male friends have all had kids, so oh, you know, there's no more guys' nights unless someone gets married, and I, you know. The um so there's a guy across the artificial river, whatever this Claysbrook is. Claysbrook Cove. Okay, Claysbrook Cove that's parked his car. So this is a very mm. like quiet BMW. area. BMW. Is it a BMW? He's got a BMW. Anyway, and he's he's come down the street, he's parked his car, he's gone out, and he's just stretched for a few minutes. And now he's getting back into his car. Well it's a nice place to stretch. I know, it's just it's a bit random. I should do that more often. I feel like I should just get out, Carl, and just stretch and take some deep breaths and then get back in. Now, I need to plug your Twitter account if you want to stalk um, Tanya safely or Teddy. Um, you can find her on Twitter at T-A-N-I-A-A-A-L-I-S underscore. So, there's three A's at some point in there. But you can look in the show notes. Um I'm the guy called Tom on Twitter, or one word. Thanks for joining us. You can find the show notes at gibberishfam.com. You can like us on Facebook, tweet us at gibberishfam. Please leave us a review on iTunes if you have it. Log into your iTunes account. Even if you don't use it for your podcast, leave, log in and leave us a review. It'd really help us out. Um, thanks, yeah. Daniel, for being here. You're on the very show. welcome. It was a very nice evening. It's a pleasure. It on is. The, it's on the. Yeah, no, Thank you, you for you the chocolate the, cake. You're welcome. The chickpea. <laughs> Chocolate cake. It was a hit. Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs>